Hi, everybody. It's Pete Oliver. Welcome to the Emerge On Purpose podcast. This podcast is for sales reps and managers who want to become better leaders. Each show, we'll talk about a different leadership principle that will help sales reps and managers emerge on purpose. The number three reason is underdeveloped champion. So I learned from you, Pete, with your definition, have we identified and validated someone who wants us to win, who wants us to win, and has access and influence over power and money? So talk to me about an underdeveloped champion. What's the why there? And how does it manifest on teams? Okay. So let's let's just break down that definition because I think that really sheds light on what underdeveloped means. So first one's pretty simple. Like, do they want you to win or not? Okay, if they don't, then they're they're not a champion. Okay, they, now they might become a champion, but at that moment in time, they are not yet a champion because they haven't explicitly said they want you to win. So that's number one, okay? That, that would definitely qualify as underdeveloped. Okay, you have not validated that they want you to win. Okay. Now, the other part of that, which is where the testing comes in. Okay. Do you have access and influence to power and money? Okay. If, if they don't, the best they can be is a coach, a fly in the wall, to some extent an influencer, but they're not going to be a champion. Why? Because even though they want you to win, they don't have access and influence to power and money. They've got like no political capital, basically. That's what that step says. Mm -hmm. That one's a little harder. The first one's pretty easy. Sandler has this concept called the thermometer close, where we want to isolate them as the decision maker. And let's find out. Let's pretend it was just your decision. I'm curious, what would you do? Well, I would want you, I want you to win. Scale one to 10, where are you? 10. That's that's validating that they want you to win. Okay. So let's last time we talked about the context of their decision making process. And if you found out that they're going to narrow it down from 10 people to, to two people, and they tell you, yeah, you're one of the finalists. I can I can appreciate that. I'm guessing you're pulling for one or the other. I can take it. Which which one am I? You know, no, I want you to win. There you go. So again, if you do it in the context of their process, it's, it's mm-hmm. becomes kind of, kind of easy, right? So I, I think the, the complexity with champion building is inside of the definition. If you can't say that this particular individual has access and influence the power of money and they want you to win, then they're not a champion. It's just that simple. So the big question is, well, how do I get that? Right. And that's where the coaching comes in. That's where the coaching comes in. So I think in the context of this conversation, Lindsay, what probably would help is I think the winning, they want you to win one. That's pretty easy. Well, basically, do they want you to win? And if so, why do you think that? If you get, if you can tell yourself or if you're the manager and you can ask the question to your rep and then they can share with you the, the narrative around how that came about. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Now in a perfect coaching call, the coachee is 
safe, they feel safe, and they're going to say out loud, I feel like I, I haven't developed a champion yet. Okay, they're, so it should not be an inspection process. The coachee should come up with the reasons behind why they feel that way, and they should self-identify what they are missing out of that champion building process. Either they haven't explicitly gotten the, yes, I want you to win, or there's some gray area around access and influence to power and money, right? So let's talk about the gray area there, because I think that's where coaching really comes into play with your reps. If you understand the gray on that, make sense? Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. How that's in, in the cigar model, right? Um, the current state is got a, we, we don't have a developed champion. So how do we get there? How do we develop them? And what are those key champion building moments? And as we've discussed in previous podcasts within these topics, it's probably in the qualification parts of the sales process, right? Yeah. It, and this is like probably my, maybe my second favorite Sandler rule is the best presentation you can give a client will never see. Uh, shout out to Jerry McDowell. He did a, did a great LinkedIn post on that yesterday, which I thought was great. But if you are, so let's let's just think about champion building moments here. You've got access and influence the power of money, okay? The do not pass go moment before you're ever gonna even think about getting access and influence to power and money is there's pain. Like if your contact, now I'm not talking about feature and benefit pain either, by the way, like, Oh, I don't like the end user interface. That doesn't mean shit. It's why would the company care whether or not they fix the end user interface and what's the impact to the business if they don't. And then what are the outcomes that they feel like they're going to achieve or avoid if they do, if, if we don't do a good pain step and there's an absence of mutual mystification, the person you're talking to cannot be a champion. They're not going to get this deal done because they like the end user interface. It's just not going to happen. Now, maybe it'll happen because they don't like the end user interface and they know the reasons behind why the company would want to do it. But if you're going through the typical pain step and you get below the surface, and there's crickets, then you're done. There's this, you got a red light moment on your champion building process, right? So in, a, in the context of a forecasting conversation or a coaching call about deal health, then the rep ought to be able to determine the three levels of pain. That means that you've, you're starting that process of developing a champion. Another one, another one. Do you know that it's actually a budgeted project? And by the way, there's like six or seven of, we talk about it in another podcast, these different red light moments. But if you don't, in the context of the budget step, do they know if it's funded? And if it's not, then how did they go find the funding with another project similar to this one? So if we don't have truth around budget, that's an underdeveloped champion. Okay. And if they literally don't know how money gets allocated, that's at least a yellow light. I would say the pain one's a red light. The budget one, they, they could still end up achieving champion status because you are going to be with them along their understanding of how they're going to go get the money. This happens a lot. It's just like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm curious, do, do, you, do you know how, 
how funding works for projects. You know what? No, I don't. Geez, what do you think we should do? Well, I probably should go find that out. Good idea. And then they find it out and tell you, okay, there you go. You went from yellow light to green light. If they never yeah. find it out, they're an undeveloped champion. So like yeah. think of Lindsay. So let's say you're a rep, right? This is like, I, I want, I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on this. So mm -hmm. let's like, so what do we need to know? We need to know pain. We need to know, we need to know budget. We need to know decision-making process. Like, there has to be no mutual mystification around all of that. Why would you go to your manager and actually say out loud, I haven't built a champion yet? Why would, why would you do that? Maybe you wouldn't, but there's, there's one manager type where you would do it. And then there's another manager type where you would not do it. Can, can you describe what those two types of managers are? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> not to be a broken record, but yeah, like would not want to go if it does feel like a very, there's no permission to speak freely. It's a very potent environment. Uh, and they're just waiting to catch me, you know, gotcha moment uh, where I haven't done something. So it's, if I already know in my uh, mind and evaluating a deal that it, it's underdeveloped, I, I don't want to come, come forth with that uh, and be a little vulnerable. Uh, on the other hand, having uh, someone who's more of a like, hey, we win and lose together. Let's figure out how, let's analyze this deal. Let's figure out, there's a, an anchor there. If there's a cog in the wheel, let's remove that remove that pebble and, and get, uh, get it out and, and move forward. So it's like, okay, um, look, seeking help. What are some ways that I can develop my champion? Where, what, what ways have you done it in the past? And can you help me navigate the process forward to develop them or to test them or whatever we identify as the case? Love so it. comfort versus not comfort, like that you've referenced, like that psychological safety, which is a lot of times missing. Yeah, it's right on the money. So one, one manager has earned your trust and they are playing the role of coach. The other right. manager, whether you trust them or not, you know, they don't, they don't go beyond supervisor mode. So it's a check the box conversation that doesn't help you get better. All it does is shed a light on current state and you can have a true relationship with a supervisor and tell them that, but it's not like you're excited about those discussions. Correct. Yeah. So. I mean, the number one job as a leader is to promote or bridge the gap of skills. So if you're not having those types of conversations and creating that culture within your team where there are going to be gaps, there are going to be skills that are not a 10 out of 10, that's okay. That's life. Are we campers? Or are we climbers? Are we moving in the right direction to, to get better? Uh, I mean, that's where, where the goodness comes from. So good. Yeah. And I, I, I do think what's kind of cool is let's say you've got a really good coaching case with your team and they know that you're there to help them climb. Okay. And you're talking the same language. And you can say to your team, hey, we all know that nothing's perfect, but we also know that the per pursuit of perfection will make us great. Like, what are we pursuing here? Are we pursuing better timelines? Are we pursuing uh, 
a deeper, wider relationship with our clients? Are we pursuing a, a better developed champion? It's likely that any good rep is going to say, yeah, I could, I could, I could probably sharpen some edges on all three of those things because they're climbing. Okay. You have that with your, with your teams and then you can really, because I do think the champion building thing, it's probably the most complex of the five reasons. Right. And then that in and of itself, like touches all the, the other four reasons too. So that one is very strategic and it's never perfect. So having that trusting relationship with your manager to say, yeah, I, I have this, this, and this, this is a little underdeveloped. And then you cigar it out, current state, ideal state, gap action recap and figure it out. Yeah, that would be the good news, right? Like in coaching conversations, the outcomes are to commit to like exploring different ways of navigating these, these opportunities and expanding our comfort zone. And then after we talk through it in an open way, then we have tangible actions yeah. and then following up on those actions. Cause that's so often where the missing link is, is like the follow-up of, okay, what happened? What'd you do? Okay. This skill in general, is it getting easier for you? It's cause it's not going to be just a one-time thing, like a one-time conversation either. I think that's where sometimes you can miss the boat is yeah. like, this is, this is showing up in many opportunities, not just the one that you're dissecting. Yeah. So the, and I'll, so anybody that's a client, that is actually paying attention, like, which is of course, all our clients pay attention. What I'm about to say is for our clients ears only, because anybody that's not our client is not going to know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. Right. But I'm going to give, I'm going to give you 60 seconds of five or six, maybe seven green light, red light moments. Ready? Do it. This is a recap. Okay. And this, this is in the context of access and influence to power and money. And at the end, there might be a, they want you to win moment in here too. Okay. So moment number one, there's no mutual mystification around second and third level pain. Moment number two, when you're doing SVIC, the I and the C are clear. Moment number three, when you're in the budget step, ABC, the C is clear. Moment number four, you're in the decision step. There's no mutual mystification around any of the aspects of the decision-making process. Okay. And then all of the decision makers have been identified and it's very clear how you're going to get to those people. Okay. That's another huge one. You fast forward, you're in the presentation step and you've now mapped what you do to what they want. Okay. You've, you've gotten to a place where you did the demo, you did the POC, you did whatever it, it, you had to do in order to continue their decision-making process. And you point blank ask the person, if it was just your decision, what would you do? And then they say yes. Okay. Now, the last one is after they say yes, they have now clearly stated how they're going to bring you to the next part of their decision-making process. Okay. So that all of those things will create a champion. Any of those things missing, you have an underdeveloped one. Okay. Now, what I just did is like a week's worth of training to do that right. But that's why this, this, it, this is like a culmination of everything that you would want to do from the context of making sure that somebody in your organization is your champion, which is huge. You have that, you're going to win. Okay. I always say there's the two things you need to win a deal. One is all three levels of pain. And then two is somebody that you've created and developed a champion out of. It's game over. You get those two things done.
Yeah, all of those red light, green light scenarios are linear. I mean, it is linear again, right? It's it's going through pain budget decision just in leveraging the different Sandler techniques within each of those compartments of the sub. So yeah, from the lens of building a champion. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So and then by the way, the foundation of all that, which I didn't even talk about, is mutual trust and equal business yeah. stature. Like if you don't have that, forget about everything I just said. Like that's got to be part of it too. No doubt. Yeah. Well, we're going to dive into no pain, no sale, which also is like an underpinning of, of all five of these, right? Because to your point, if there is no pain, there's no third level must fix pain, right? That difference between just symptom and pain that, that can trickle into all the rest of these as well. So are you responsible for building a robust pipeline and hitting a monthly quota? Or perhaps you're responsible for the team that needs to do so. Do you feel stuck on how to connect the dots? We at Sandler Sailfish excel at the how-tos in sales and sales management. Book a discovery meeting with us today. A discovery meeting is a simple exchange of information to determine fit. A discovery between two parties, nothing more. We've helped thousands of purpose-driven sales leaders just like you to shorten sales cycles, consistently meet sales forecasts, and roll out proactive business development behavior plans that work. Go to sailfish.sandler.com backslash book a call or scan the QR code on your screen. Until then, keep climbing.